broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 79 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with uh, Trevor and Damon. I don't know how I have this much energy today. I've been, yeah, I've what been, was that? I've been indoors <laughs> all day, man. I'm, Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm Damon. You can I'm do it. Damon. Listen, I, listen, don't you guys want some energy? Like, I, you know, we no, can't just be... I'm, I've been, like, work has been crazy. Like, I'm just trying to relax this weekend. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I'm trying to trying to inject some energy into the show, you know, get us get us started in a good on a good foot, I guess. <laughs> All right, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> How you guys doing? How's everything going? Fine. I got my pins. Yeah, we got the pins. Yeah, they came out. You guys got awesome. your pins. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. get my pins anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's uh, not a good time to ship things from the United States to Canada. So, we, unfortunately for Trevor, he doesn't have pins, but Damon and I have pins. Well, mine had to go into quarantine, though. Yeah, the Ma- garage ma- quarantine. Yeah. yeah, the mail is still germsville for me. So, like, I had to stick it in my three-day garage quarantine. So, I, I think the one thing I've learned from uh, this whole pandemic thing, Damon, is that is that you're a bit of a germaphobe. I didn't know this until now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I don't know if germaphobe is necessarily the word. Cause like, I'm not, when I'm at Disney, like, I'm not about like, you know, washing my hands. I don't, you know, like Lysoling every, like, no, railing and I don't, going down the queue. <laughs> I don't bring, uh, you know, like Purell with me for, you know, the line yeah, or anything no. like that. <laughs> I don't do that, but I'm just not about getting viruses whenever possible. Let's just say that. That's fair. That's fair. Wait, Trevor, you're that person. You're the you're yeah, the one I, doing the hand sanitizer all the time. I I have a stash of Purell and wipes. Like every time we sit down at a table, I wipe the table down. And everything. It's just something we've always done because yeah, I don't I don't want to get sick while I'm there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I understand it for you because you know you're from outside the country so the the uh, car insurance the health insurance thing's a little weird right mm-hmm. so i understand not wanting to get sick I, and i i've gotten really badly sick at disney once or twice here and it's not it's not fun and it ruins your whole vacation so i get that i just I, don't want to get this that stomach bug that's all i always try to avoid oh yeah yeah that's that's rough mm. that's rough yeah no, no no nobody wants to get sick on vacation that's not a fun time nope so yeah, so I, I I know that Trevor, you're stuck inside with uh with snow uh and the rest of us, and we're all stuck inside anyway with you know being being stuck at home. The, so the only good thing is, like I said, we have a home gym and and part of the garage, so that's been that's been nice. That's been helpful. That's good. Yeah, my shoulder finally feeling a little bit better. Can kind of do some exercising. It's not great. Like I can't necessarily sleep all the ways that I want to. I'm kind of a like move around sleeper, and I, I can't do all of that. But mm. getting closer. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean it's it's not been too bad. I, I had time to do not really. I mean I've been busy still, even though I'm sitting around in the house all day. So yeah, it's I've been super busy. <laughs> it's work, but they're just you know making me work more because I don't have to commute. So <laughs> exactly start earlier and things are happening. I mean, yeah, I I, I guess for IT, you know, we have to keep things going right so it makes sense <laughs> yeah that makes sense so uh, so let's uh let's go ahead and uh we're gonna start with listener questions this episode we uh yay, you know there's yay. all right i don't what's that yay yay yeah we do like listener questions we don't have 
I don't want to say we don't have a ton of Disney topics to cover because, you know, things are a little stagnant at Disney, but there's still stuff to talk about, uh, especially with DVC, which we're going to get into. And I, I guarantee that, you know, Damon uh, and yeah, Trevor, snooze fest. I, I looked yeah, at it and I was just like, yeah, I'm yeah. ordering shampoo on Amazon. That's when I'm going to order my shampoo. <laughs> how long does it take to order shampoo? I don't know. How long is it going to take you guys to talk about points? <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting conversation. It's something that's coming up a lot. I think it's interesting anyway. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't I care knew if you I, were going to. Yeah, I don't care if I lose points. I know you don't. We've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, so I, it for me, it's, it's like still whatever time, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It is. But, 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 but listen to questions first. I think this is an opportunity, though, to talk about. I, I think a lot of people don't understand the whole reason why Disney's being inflexible about banking points and and some of the other things that's going on. So I, I think we should talk about it, just at least from an understanding standpoint, uh, for a lot of people that are confused as to why this is happening. So I think that's a good thing to go over. I know. I know it's not the the most interesting thing, and I know I took up like an entire page with it but it, it's an intricate topic and i think it should be discussed a little bit so so anyways let's but let's first, talk about nonsense first sorry yeah. <laughs> first, no, nonsense. Wow, nonsense this is a nonsense these are good uh, questions yeah. oh you're right i mean things that are just kind of random so i feel like we've answered this question before but honestly i have no retention of the things that we talk about on the show on a, on a bi-weekly basis so uh kristen asks favorite dvc resort for a staycation best resort activities to do instead of parks who wants to take that one first? Uh, I'll go first. So I guess, again, keep, keeping in mind that really the only resort or the only DVC resort I've stayed at is the Poly. Um, looking at the other resorts, I think my the one that I would want to do a staycation at is uh, Beach Club. Because to me, it seems to have the most um, interesting amenities with the, you know, the, the pool is pretty wicked. And it's also close to, um, it's clo- closer to the Swan and Dolphin, mainly because I would want to go do some mini golf. So like go hit up Fantasia, go hit the, uh, and then also go to the Blizzard Beach, um, mini golf, the winter Summerland. So that's probably where I would go for a staycation. That's a good answer. I, I have always wanted to stay at Beach Club just for the pool there, right? So I, mm-hmm. I guess if you want to do a staycation at one of the resorts, and, and Damon's actually talking about doing this, so we can, we can get into that uh, here in a second with Damon's answer. But uh, if, you're, if you're wanting to do something like that, a, a good pool is definitely important, right? So I would say for me, man, that's, that's a good answer. That's definitely a good answer because you have the boardwalk right there. You can do some of the boardwalk type stuff. Yeah. You could go and do mini golf. There's there's some neat things there. Uh, I, I, I'm i thinking Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, and, and, you know, that's one of my favorite resorts. I'm not going to say it's my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. I'm going to say that or Wilderness Lodge. I, I'm kind of... What are you doing at Animal Kingdom Resort? Just just sitting out and watching the animals. I could sit and watch the animals just for... relax a yeah. week? Yeah. Yeah, just hang out and watch the animals. We did that on our last trip a ton. We we had a ton of time. Yeah, but you we still just... went to the park. Yeah, no, we did. We did. But there was a lot of times where we just, you know, we spent an hour or two in the evening just kind of sitting out and talking and watching the animals and enjoying each other's company and that kind of thing. It was really it was really nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to your point, I get that. I, I would probably also spend a lot of time at the pool as, you know, and there, uh, Kidani has a really nice pool and so does, so does Jumbo. Uh, so you could go back and forth between those pools. Uh, definitely taking part in some of the restaurants that are there, you know, going, going to Sanaa and, and, uh, and, and Jico and, um, and Boma and checking out those restaurants. That would be definitely part of it. Uh, I, I think that'd probably be my place I would go. I, I think that's a, that would be a nice, nice staycation there. 
Now, I, I don't know if I misheard this or not, but with Animal Kingdom, can't you like rent night vision goggles too in the evening for watching the animals? You don't have to rent them. They're free. Yeah, oh, I, th- but, I think okay. you can just get them. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. I have no idea go. where you get them from. I'm assuming the dance, down by the but... fire. Um, Is it down by the fire? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. We did that. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They do also have uh, they they have an arcade there too. You could hit up the arcade. Uh, they have a cool little activity room oh. that you can do things into. It's probably not the kind of arcade that I want it to be, but good to know. I'm I'm trying to remember they ha- it has a punny name for the arcade and I I can't remember it off the top of my head. Somebody's going to tell me, but I I don't remember. <laughs> it has a it has a funny like dad joke kind of name to the to that arcade. But I can't remember what it is off the top. Something of my head. along the lines of to do with animals or safari or something like that. Yeah, now I feel like I have to google it. <laughs> but Damon, you go off on yours and you, and while I google this. <laughs> um I guess boardwalk probably. I just like the boardwalk area. I think that you could go out there every night and kind of do something different. So I would say for me, it would be boardwalk, but we are considering this next time that we go, if we even decide to go in November, that we might not go to the parks, depending on what's going on. So we're going to be at Saratoga regardless, which again, the, the nice thing about Saratoga is the pools, the two pools, and there's a lot of walking trails and stuff like that. I wouldn't necessarily golf, but I guess we could. Yeah, I guess we could. So that's what I would say. I would say boardwalk or again, if I'm going to go golfing, walking Saratoga, it kind of depends on what I want to do. I feel like even during a staycation, I would hope that we could still resort hop during the staycation. So if that's the case, then it won't be so bad and kind of hit everything up. Well, and at Saratoga, you're close to Disney Springs too, if you wanted to hit up Disney <laughs> Yeah, but if Springs. I'm not going, here's the thing though. I'm I know, the social, parks, di- I'm I not know. going to Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah, I know, I get that. You want to stay away from people, so you probably wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, anywhere where I feel like I could kind of control my distancing. Sure. Rather than it, you know, again, I don't think you can control it at Disney Springs or the parks, depending on what the plan is, but I would say something along those lines. You know, I was also thinking, too, if I actually liked camping, which I don't, but if I liked camping, I feel like uh, Fort, Fort Wilderness would be a good choice, because it would just be like... The campground? Yeah. Yeah, if you liked camping. I don't like camping. I hate so. camping. Yeah, I hate <laughs> camping, too. I'll do glamping. I'm all about the, you know... I'm I'll, not I'll, about I'll, any of I need my that. amenities, but... If, unless there's... Is, listen, I have to have air conditioning. Yep. So, if I, if I don't have air conditioning, glamping, camping, nah. So I'm a hundred percent with you, David. <laughs> would one of the cabins at Wilderness Lodge be feasible then? I, I would do. I would do a cabin. I mean, it's I'd, feasible, but why? <laughs> like we're that just be, talking about a staycation, right? You know, yeah, I, that wouldn't be my first place to stay. That's for sure. I'm just saying, I could see that being an answer for somebody. Tree houses, maybe tree houses would, would be, be kind of cool. cool. Mm, yeah, tree houses would be cool. Yeah, similarly, but it's that's that's more the glamping version, I would say. Right? That's the yeah. I don't think that's any sort of glamping either. That's just Treehouse <laughs> Lodge. <laughs> it's still, yeah, it's a nice place to stay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm thinking though more of, I guess, if you're there, you can. They do have a lot of, you know, places you can walk around too, and you, you know, you can enjoy the wilderness if you if you like that sort of thing. And I, th- I don't know. That's that's some activities you could do. Maybe some water sport type stuff on Bay Lake. You know, do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. The- you can do like boat rentals at the Polynesian. I go. should do that sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's there. I just yeah, I just never do that for some reason. When I was when I was like a teenager, I rented one of those. I, when we went, I think it was like 
Oh gosh, it was 1999 when we went. I got one of those little mouse boats. I think that they were called mouse boats at the time. I don't know what they're called now, to be totally honest. You know what I mean, though? Like the yeah. one-person boats that you can rent? Mm-hmm. And, and that was a blast, I remember, as a teenager, uh, you know, flying around on those things. But I don't know if I would do that as an adult. I mean, maybe I would. I probably would. It, it, would, it would be fun. You could also do like you could charter uh, a pontoon boat too, where they take you around the lake and you know give you a tour. We did that on our honeymoon. That was pretty cool. So those are some options. Yeah. So, anything else? Anything else around this topic before we move on to the next one? I was going to say I think we pretty extensively. I think we covered this, answered. Right? <laughs> the, well, I, I don't know what else you could do at the resorts. Well, I, I'm just thinking, you know, if we had Haunted River Country as a resort. That would there'd probably be some cool activities at Haunted it, River Country. It would need to have an amazing pool because I mean if it's Haunted River Country, the pool better be amazing. I'm thinking like a treasure hunt of some sort too, somehow. The, the pool would be exactly and Trevor is not gonna understand, but Tom will. It would be Action Park's cliff diving pool. Oh yeah. One. Yeah. I've seen the videos. Okay. So that's <laughs> what it would be. Haunted yeah. River Country, and then like there'd be a path through the underside of the cliff diving that would be you know haunted sort of thing but that's kind of how i envision the pool is is very action parky all right so filled with injuries and lawsuits and all right yeah <laughs> yes yeah good stuff <laughs> i love action park i for, for anyone that does not know i used to go to action park at least 20 20 times a season easily uh i was there i like lived at action park so i love that place wasn't that the most one of the most dangerous parks in North it America. Was. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it had the wow. coolest stuff though. It really did because <laughs> everything that like they've now done, you know, safely, you would just go there and do unsafely. I I, I remember coming down the concrete. Um, what were those the things? Concrete called? things you rode on, yeah, what, like what, essentially it, skateboards. You rode down like these concrete channels, and yeah. Yeah, a helmet. And, and, <laughs> oh, do, do, do we even like? Did they even have helmets? No, there were no helmets, no. and the brakes rarely worked. I, I remember, I, I we used to go there with camp all the time. <laughs> yes, and, and the Alpine slide—that's what it was. And I remember going down the Alpine slide and going so fast that the whole thing just came off the track, and luckily, just still landed at that little—you know—the little like jumps that they had, yep, and then it's yep. kind of landed right back in there, going, "Oh, you okay? I'm all right." <laughs> place is the best <laughs> yeah if you've never heard of action park and i'm i'm assuming that a sizable portion of our audience hasn't just google that the, um <laughs> the there's a lot of good drop. stuff on action park yeah oh, the cannonball drop was awesome into the was, river yeah that, that's that water was the coldest water i've ever been in in my life water yep yeah yeah like literally one of their attractions was just you jump like 20 feet off a cliff into like a pool of water well, and it was rope it, swings too you remember the rope swings tarzan swing yeah and yeah. the cool thing about it was if you kind of were there for any length of time you know it did transition to safer so i remember going the first few years when cliff diving was open and being able to dive and then you know they took that away and then it was only jumping and you know then they took the high one away and it was only the low one like it progressively got you know, again, air quote, safer, but less fun. <laughs> <laughs> less fun is right. Yeah, no, I, I went there after new owners had bought it and made it, like, legit. Yeah. But it still had some of, the, like, the old charm of it, but didn't have the, the looping uh, the looping uh, water slide anymore. So, I never... So, I was there when they were building that, 
But for whatever reason, I was never there when it was open. Like, so I remember them building it and I remember like probably seeing it, (laughs) but I would have ridden it because like I rode everything back then. Like you would have done the slide with the loop in it. Yeah, definitely. I did everything there. So the other interesting part about it is I would go by myself. So I was there, you know, just me. I would go often by myself. So it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. There's a whole interesting story behind that, that I would refuse to speak about but yes it was an interesting you, you, place you can't do that no this is one i really can't not family about. friendly damon <laughs> um it, not to say that it's not family friendly but we'll we'll just we'll just leave it at that you can i was there a, i was there go down an lot. epic youtube rabbit hole on uh an action park yes definitely traction park as 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 it was called love that place man <laughs> Wow, that was a fun tangent. Yeah. Yes. That was <laughs> only the Damon first detour. Question. We haven't done a Damon detour in forever. Yeah. So that was only the first question though. What are the what else do we have? Well, I think you should read Katie's question, Damon. All right, hold on. I gotta find it. Like again, I was ordering shampoo, so I have a few windows open. Let me get back to it. <laughs> oh, where's her plaque? Yes. How's the design of my plaque going? See, this is what I th- I thought she was designing the plaque and, and welding it. Like I thought that was the whole thing. <sighs> All right, Katie, we'll have to talk. We'll have to talk about that. So what crafty homemade cooking things have you tried during the break? Um, let's see. What crafty things? We're doing some video filming. That, that's kind of different. Cooking, we're doing... Oh, we're doing a sourdough starter. I don't know. We could use some help, though. <laughs> we could use some insight and some help. So we're doing that. Cooking-wise, I don't think we've done anything extraordinary, but the Interesting thing that we have been doing, my daughter's been doing, is she's been taking some online art classes from a place in Seattle, which has been, like, really awesome. So that's been fun. I really want to do the Imagineering courses that they put out there. Did you see that? I sent it to my daughter. I don't know if she did them, but yes, I did send it to her. My son looked at them, and he he wasn't super interested in them. We actually spent a lot of our day today. This is not crafty or homemade or cooking or any of that. Uh, we spent a fair amount of our day today, and I'm sure some people can relate to this. I decided, I remember when we took my daughter to Disney in October last year, she really loved Festival of Fantasy Parade, and she was waving at all the characters, and she she loved it. So I, I decided to throw the throw a video of it uh, on YouTube, of, you know, from YouTube, of the parade today to see if she had the same reaction. And she did. She was flipping out about it. So then we got down this YouTube rabbit hole of like all videos of like all the parades over the years. And, you know, the, the Disney had put out an, uh, a really good video of the new parade at, at uh, Disneyland magic happens. And so my daughter was just, she's waving at the characters on the screen and pointing at them. She's making my wife and I wave, like literally grabbing our hands and making us wave at the characters. Uh, so that was, we spent a lot of our day doing that today, which was fun. And I'm, I, I don't know if you guys have been watching any of the videos that Disney's been putting out with like the Dapper Dan's or the, Jamiters or uh, any of the cool things that they've been doing, but I think that's been really kind of neat. Anybody been doing that? No. Just uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I watched the the Jaminators one briefly. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I haven't had a lot of time to go digging for stuff like that. Again, just being with work and everything is. I, initially, when this all started, I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's going to slow down," and and. I'll have time to do that kind of stuff. And nope, I've actually gotten busier. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, no, uh, I, I understand. I've been busy too. So I, I haven't done any of the baking or the crafty stuff, or I wanted to do some, I wanted to buy some like Lego kits and do some Legos. I haven't had time for any of that. 
Yeah, on the on the cooking side, we um, I I do have a recipe for Dole Whip that doesn't require ice cream. I, I don't know why Disney put the one out there that says use a scoop of ice cream because the whole point of Dole Whip is that it's non dairy. So I I don't know what they're thinking with that one. What What are you trying to say that the official recipe is uh, not is not correct? I'm saying that the <laughs> one that they released is not what they sell in the park. Oh really? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't because know it's a it's a powdered mix that they sell in the park, and again, it's non dairy, which is kind of a big thing for me. So oh, when they say you know that. when they say put you know a big scoop of ice cream in it, it's like okay, I, I that's not what I'm going to do. But I I've I've got a non dairy version that I've used, and we we're we're going to attempt churros this weekend, so we'll see how that goes. And then outside Ooh. of Disney food. Uh, I've actually, I, I got, um, uh, for Christmas, I got a ramen crate. <laughs> so oh. a, a bunch of different, um, types of ramen, like flavoring and noodles and stuff from Japan. So I've been experimenting with that over the last couple of weeks, which has been really good. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've done nothing fun at all, you know, really at all. <laughs> it's really just been kind of a regular life. We, have, we haven't really done anything cool. But I'd like to do something cool. That would be nice. Uh, I I would like, like I said, I'd like to do some Legos. I'd like to do some some baking of some sort, but I just really haven't done much. But I, I, I still got time. So uh, you want to read the next one, Trevor? Sure. Uh, so Jennifer says... With so much sadness in the world, how about talking about what was the most amazing thing you've done in the park? Was it a ride experience, dining experience, cast member, or favorite show that you watched? Let's talk about it all and bring happiness to all of our listeners. So, Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I like that. And, oh, that's – okay, that's a hard one because I actually – you know, just asking that question, I could probably tell you of 20 things over the years that have just – stuck with me for, for Disney. I, I, I guess probably the, the biggest one in recent history has been watching happily ever after. Um, mm, yeah. just the, the fireworks are, are amazing and, and it's become a thing for me and my family. It's, it's become one of those traditions where we're all just, you know, we just stand there. We're happy. Everyone's quiet. Nobody's, you know, tired or, or annoyed because, you know, it's hot or anything. It's, it's a nice feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, oh gosh, like, yeah, there's, just, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I thought you were I, done. I apologize. I, I was gonna say, I guess, I guess outside of that, the only other one that I can think of, it would be like paint the night, uh, which is just a, a fantastic parade. I, I, you know, I was going to say before you mentioned happily ever after, I was going to talk about, we did a private safari uh, on our honeymoon, which was uh, something at the time. It was an early morning safari. You could only do it if you were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and and we were. And it was you know like a maybe like ten or fifteen people in this group, and one of the zookeepers drove us around in a truck, and it was like a behind the scenes tour, but it was a private safari. It was very cool. We also did on our honeymoon. We did the private cruise, like I was talking about, where they and that was actually they gave it. The, we got that for free uh, because they. Screwed up something else that was supposed to happen on our on our honeymoon, and we complained, and we got some of the uh, the, the Disney pixie dust, uh, a lot of it actually. I guess partially, probably because it was our honeymoon, and they they felt bad for screwing up so badly. Uh, 
Um, but we got this tour for free and essentially they took us around Bay Lake and around uh, Seven Seas Lagoon and took us around and gave us a tour. And, you know, he's pointing out, here's where the wave machine used to be, uh, right in front of Polynesian. Uh, you know, that's still there. They just left it there. It's, it's still underwater. Uh, which I, I think a lot of people don't even know that there was a wave machine there at one mm-hmm. point, but yeah, I, I was aware of that only because I've seen videos of goofy surfing in the lagoon. <laughs> yeah, I could. It's funny to me because I can't imagine there just being, you know, a wave machine there. It just doesn't seem like it's a. It was a smart idea ever, but it's it, it's cool that they did it. But it just practic, you know, practical wise, it just seems like not a smart idea. But mm-hmm. uh, but you know, they also took us. He took us around the the island there. There was the was a Discovery Island uh, where the the old you know there was the little zoo that was on the island there. And you get to kind of see Wilderness Lodge from the viewpoint where you can see the the there's a face actually the the face of a bear uh, that the that when you're looking at it from the lake you can see on, on from Wilderness Lodge which is pretty cool. But all that being said, I think the best experience and coolest experience I've ever had was seeing the very last illuminations, uh, and that was that was you know just back in October. That was incredibly cool. Uh, only because of the atmosphere that was going on at the time, there were so many people there that were pass holders and people that had seen it for you know years and years and years, and just getting to see that show that the longest running Disney show, the you know nighttime show like that, and seeing the very last performance of it was really really cool. It was really a neat experience, and and I was neat to do it with all those people around, and you know everybody was losing their minds because it was the last one and clapping and the clapping lasted for quite a while. And then, um, the people that the pyrotechnic people and, and people that were, you know, the, the show directors and everything were, uh, going around on boats on the lake and waving at everybody. And people were, you know, yelling for them and clapping for them. It was just a really, it's one of those neat experiences you could really uh, only get on like the last day of something like that, you know? So that was, that was really cool. So Damon, Damon, what was yours? What was mine? So actually, my my son is here too. I'm gonna put him on the spot. This is my my fourteen <laughs> my fourteen year old is here. Um, N- Nikki Caps with us. So Nicholas, the the question here is, what was your favorite experience at the parks? So it could be ride experience, dining experience, cast member experience, any experience at the parks. We'll let him go first. I like taking pictures with the characters. <laughs> Well, Which one's the favorite character? Oh, he asked what your favorite character was. Duffy. <laughs> Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> Duffy, really? Right on. You know, they're teenagers and they're very sarcastic and um, <laughs> they like taking pictures with Duffy. Um, ironically. ironically. Yes, yeah, of course. Ironically, yeah. of course. And Cinderella. And Cinderella. Oh, no, that is true. So my oldest has um, pictures with Snow White, right? Wasn't that his we big took thing? It together. Oh, yes. And then this time you had, they took pictures together with Snow White. So actually it's interesting because that would probably be what I would say as well as probably the pictures. So I don't know if you could categorize them as an experience per se, but I think at the end of the day, taking the pictures and having them to come home with like, we've gotten some really great family pictures as well as having pictures from every year in kind of the same scenario. So that's been fun for me. That'd probably be my favorite part of Disney is just those experiences and the pictures and kind of following them through the years and things like that. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. I, I like that. It's it, cause it keeps building, right? Like it's almost yeah. like a, it's like a time travel thing, right? Where it's like every year you see them getting a little older and right. Yeah. 
That's cool. All right. So let's see here. Dan, come on. I'm not going to answer this question. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what is he talking about? Well, maybe he's talking about face masks and stuff. And so that. All right. Okay. That, you know what? So I'll take that one. Right. So. All right. That's fair. Because we kind of had this pre-discussion about. Well, we've got a masks, whole right? thing on the agenda about this later, but. <sighs> do, do we want to do it later? Or just do it now. Well, I've got a whole. Right, we'll, we'll, a whole skip, we'll skip this. I, have, I don't want to throw off Tom's schedule. So, Dan, <laughs> we'll answer that later. We'll answer okay. that one later. All right. But he also he says Avengers Campus has no plans to open now. Have they given up on it? Or are they moving all available help to get ready for the fiftieth of Disney World next year? But they I, they just delayed it. It's not it's not like not going to open ever. I don't think they've abandoned it. I, I don't I don't know where he's getting that info. <laughs> I, I think it would be like abandoned River Country, haunted River Country, haunted Avengers Campus. Dude, that'd be awesome with with the animatronic about- that doesn't even work but might kill you, just like Westworld. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I mean, you're talking about something that's going to open that was going to open a couple months from now. It's it's pretty much done. I, they're not just going to abandon it at this point. It's just going to be delayed a little bit because they had to stop construction. Maybe so. the robots went out of control. Maybe the stunt bot went a little crazy. <laughs> the stuntronic bot went crazy. I'm imagining that the stunt bot like flying over the building and landing in the middle of the like just on the path and then kind of getting up and shambling away. <laughs> no, I, I see it a little more gruesome than that. I think what? the Stuntronics robot went a little crazy. But what if it like landed? If it landed in the middle of everybody, but it landed in like that cool Spider-Man like stance, like when and Spider-Man the ground lands breaks the a ground. little bit too. Yeah, like the cool. concrete cracks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be cool. Everybody would be like, would clap for that. You'd clap if you saw that until it started going berserk. Well, I don't think the Stuntronic robots can actually walk. I, I think they're pretty, you know, they're, they're just Dude, meant to do stuff. Why does he need to walk? He's a Stuntronic robot. Just he can fly. Yeah. <laughs> he can fly. He's got webs. He can fly. <laughs> he needs to be slingshotted, though. That's, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless the slingshot has its own circuit board as well. And, and then, you know, You're just talking about hand. robot takeover now. That's That's what's happening. Disney robot takeover. That would be interesting. Westworld Disney style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that. I'd watch the heck out of that. Uh, the, it's, but only like rated yeah. R gruesome style. But I'd watch the heck out of that. Now, well, I, I can, sorry, can we just circle back real quick to, to Dan saying about how the campus is set to indefinitely open? The thing to remember is that everything right now is set to indefinitely because they're not saying it will never open. They're just waiting until, you know, things change with the government and everything. So they're not setting a, uh, an opening date because that's worse. Like if they keep having to push the opening date because the robots took over. Yeah. yeah. You have to wait for them to get that under control. Yeah. Pe- people will get more annoyed if they say, Oh God, you don't have the robots under control yet. <laughs> exactly. Um, versus I think that's a good know, way to saying, start referring to this is the robots being out of control. Instead yeah. of talking about a virus, we just call it the robots. out of control. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, when, when the robot uprising is done, then they'll let us know perfect that's yeah, yeah that's exactly I watched what the heck out of that show though man <laughs> well i they were gonna isn't that what kingdom keepers pretty much is the the book series uh no that's, dying that's in much there, more magical and it, it's not robots it's like they're everything is real in yeah yeah yeah, yeah well they, they were gonna make like a night at the museum type of movie in disney parks at one point i, I think john favreau was gonna do it but i, I think Which, he got delayed no nah, i need a westworld version that's too well yeah well, we're talking about a pg version you're you're talking about a, an r version of it so. yeah like next level once upon a time 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Really off track as usual. Uh, <laughs> but Dan also wants to know how great Disney Plus has been. What else would we like to see on the service? I will say we don't typically talk Disney Plus on here. We do sometimes. But I, did you guys see that new show that's coming out? I think on May 1st. It's called um, Prop uh, Prop something. Uh, what is the name of that? Shoot. What's it about? It's like it's it's a series about um, like all like the the props from different movies and from the rides and like all sorts of different things. Unless like that. it's a competition, I have no interest. In. I, it's Jim- not a competition. No, <laughs> it's, it's not, not interesting. No. No. It dives into the Walt but Disney archives cool, for an up close look at props from classic films. Yeah, that sounds boring. But if they made it like they did the Jim Henson's studio show, have you ever seen that? Where they're looking to hire somebody. Like, that's the show we need, the next Imagineer. And it's like all these contests and stuff to determine who they're going to hire. Like they did at the Jim Henson one. That would be awesome. I, like robotics competitions or like designing new attractions or like that kind of thing. So that'd be a cool that, competition show. That'd be yeah. Cool. So you, you'd have to maybe you can go two ways. You either can have multiple shows, right? Or you have a team. And each one of the. And the, the winning team gets their attraction put into mm, a park. Nah, I think that's a little much. I think the winning team gets jobs. I don't necessarily <laughs> think they're going to allow them to build a million-dollar attraction, but they get jobs at Disney. But you could combine those teams, and they just have challenges each week. And the challenges would you know involve maybe all of the talent of the, the team members, per se. So that would be a show I'd watch. But I've been watching, let's see, the the one where they build stuff. What is that one called again? Gosh, it's the kids building stuff, whatever that one is. There's, the, okay. there's one with kids building stuff? I didn't even know that there was. Yeah, and there's an Imagineer on it. I told you guys about it. And there's an Imagineer that comes in and kind of helps them out. That show's pretty cool. It's it, They have a shop teacher. I, gosh, you make me Google this thing because I forget what it's called. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I watched a half an episode of the cooking show competition. I and I The kids one? Things. Yeah, the kid, but it's shop a family class. thing. It's a whole family yeah. thing, yeah. It's called shop class. That's what it is. Oh, that's oh. cool. I want to check that out. Okay. Yeah, that was that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. On Disney Plus, what else have we been watching or like to see? I'm waiting for my man, you know, Jake on uh, American Dragon, which mm-hmm. I think is coming. That's going to be a great show. And what else have I been watching? I don't know. I haven't actually really watched too much Disney Plus lately, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that there's like, I've kind of been through everything I want to watch and they're just not, they, they just don't have the resources to pump things out like Amazon and Netflix do. So, you know, it takes a longer time to get something new to come out or, you know, shows and stuff like that. Well, I, I think it's also that their library started off so huge that, I mean, they, they don't really need to be pumping out stuff that quickly because, I know yeah, in our house we the back catalog, yeah, yeah. We we keep. I, I don't know why, but like I come downstairs and Liv and Maddie will be on. It's like we we yeah, like my watch reruns been of Liv and Maddie for some reason. <laughs> I like Liv and Maddie. That's actually yeah. I mean it's show. it's good, but it's just like it, it's. I, I think it's like comfort food, right? You know, we we just we default back to it because it's comfortable. I just like to see some new shows again. I've watched those many times, but you know. I don't mind watching them, but again, I'd rather there's been so much new stuff on Netflix and Amazon. So much new stuff. Lock and Key is phenomenal. Lock and Key is like, it's a little, it feels like a show that would be very Disney, but it's just a little too much. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a little bit over the top of, let's say, you know, it's Stranger Things level. 
Yeah, sticking so. keys in people's heads and stuff gets a little weird. Yeah, but it's a darn cool show. It is. I, I like it a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> I have not checked that one out yet. So You should watch I'll it. To, I'll have to watch that one. It's it's good like Gravity Falls. Yeah, that I actually watched Gravity Falls all the way through in the past two weeks again. Yeah. So... That was one thing I did do, and I, I yeah, it, it was it was enjoyable to watch all the way through did, again. Okay, here's a question: um, Since you've rewatched Gravity Falls, how much more stuff have you picked up on in the earlier episodes? I I, I would definitely say it, watching it all the way through and then watching it through again, you pick up on a lot of you realize that they really planned this out over two whole seasons, and mm-hmm. everything that happened in the you know the second season was already planned on in the first season. So, well, and that's what's so key about having a show with a start and finish date. And I think that there's been a lot of other shows that don't have that, and, and I kind of tend to not view them as high because of that. And I think Kipo is a great example. I love that show. But, you know, after talking to the writers of that show and they don't necessarily have this overall story arc planned, I miss that. I think Gravity Falls was one of those shows that did it so well in terms of start to finish that there's not necessarily an episode that you're like, ugh. Like, I think another show that now we're just going to talk TV. I think another show that I know a lot of people don't necessarily love, but I actually enjoy. There's a few episodes that, eh, but most of them are pretty solid is the reboot of Battlestar. You know, there was a story from start to end. They knew where they were going, like or not like, you know, the way that it ended. There was a good story there. And I think that's the problem that I personally have with a lot of the new animation. Like I love, you know, Big City Greens. But it doesn't hold that same, you know, feeling. And like you said, there's just a lot to rewatch with Gravity Falls because there was just this tight story arc. Yeah, agreed. Well, even silly things like because when they when they found out that Ben Franklin was actually a woman, and and Stan referred to that like way earlier on, like it it doesn't have anything to do with anything, but just the fact that they took the time to kind of tie that back in later on. It is, yeah. There, there's well, just yeah. so many differences, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I've spoken to some of the people that worked on that show and then have worked on different shows. And, you know, it's funny. I think that it was such a, a unique experience for a lot of them because there isn't really anything else that you can point to in the cartoon world that did something so ambitious and tied it together so well. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yep. I agree. I agree. Well, but it leads into a very interesting question, though, from Jeremy. Uh, yeah, do you want to read that one? Sure. Which Disney character from any movie or TV show do you most identify with and why? Eesh, identify with is, is a... <laughs> that makes it a little bit harder, right? Because you're not asking which ones we like, but identify with? Hmm. I don't know if I have a good answer to this. I don't think I do. I think we actually... You know what, Jeremy? I think we're going to... Like, I love the question. But I got to table that and really think about it. You know, yeah. that was four hours ago you asked about that. I need two weeks. <laughs> I'll answer, I think we'll answer that one next time. Well, because there's just so many characters, and it's I, I, I'm like trying to think through all these. I, f- I feel like I want to say like Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks, but <laughs> like, I feel like there's a million characters I could I could really reference. But yeah, that's how I identify with. I have to kind of think about myself, and that takes a little bit of time. I agree. A little, little agree. deep insight, but I think it's a great question. It will haunt me for the next two weeks, but I'll hopefully have an answer. It's going to haunt you for the next two weeks. <laughs> hopefully I'll have an answer. 
Well, the last question we have on here is from Eva, and it actually leads into our DVC topic for today. <sighs> <laughs> uh, so Eva's asking any news or speculation as to how DVC will hand- handle expiring points during the shutdown. So this is a topic that if you are part of any DVC groups that you are seeing posted about 30,000 times a day, because there are a lot of people that are asking this or wondering about this. And I, I think this is a good topic to cover. I, I, I think... We've, I think we've said this before. There are a lot of members that are, you know, I, I, this is not gonna, this is not gonna be a shot at you, Damon. But the, we have members that are just want to go on vacations and don't care how the system works, right? And that's kind of the bucket you fall into, right? It's, it's, not, you know, I guess you're confusing me a little bit. It's not that I don't care how the system works. I don't care that much about my points. Yeah, so I get that. While I while I like understanding how the system works, right? Because it impacts me when I want to go. If I lose points, I don't care. I mean, how many years is it? Yeah, we get points. I've already made my money back. Yeah, yeah, with the points, right? (laughs) So I I don't necessarily care enough. If Disney tells me, "Hey, look," because of the way it works, which Tom's going to explain, you lose your points this year. Okay. I mean, I'm going to have Katie make me a plaque anyway. So what do I care? (laughs) (laughs) No, well, I, I guess what my point is here is that. A lot of people just look at it from a very basic point of view of, I have this many points and I get to go every year. But there's a lot of things that are behind it. There's a lot of, you know, things that Disney has to abide by, DVC has to abide by, you know, by laws, by the contracts that we, we, that we all agreed to. Uh, and, and the point system itself is, is a complicated thing. You know, it's, it's a complicated beast. So I, I had, uh, I was reading on, uh, dvcnews.com, which is a really great site. They had written an article basically about the dilemma that DVC is in right now, uh, when it comes to points. And, you know, one of the interesting things I, I I'm looking at right now, and this was a couple of days ago, but it, you know, to date, uh, the 15 Disney Vacation Club resorts have already lost more than four million points worth of villa uh, availability due to the shutdown, and with you know no end in sight at this point. And you know, really, DVC is built uh, and timeshares in general are built to be at near 100% occupancy, you know, year round. And and you know, they make the point here with uh, 52 weeks on the calendar, most developers sell for 51 of those weeks. They leave a week, you know, per year to perform maintenance. Of course, it's not just like, you know this week we're going to perform maintenance. It's really like a cumulative week. Right. Uh, and so each of the owners would have their designated week essentially to use, you know, the accommodations. Uh, if you look at Saratoga, for example, you know, Damon, your home resort, uh, 14 million points, uh, is represented in, in Saratoga alone. And so the number required to book every room for every night, that's the number that's required to book, uh, every room for every night of the year. Um, and Disney sells about, you know, 13.75 million of those points and the other 2% are, they keep as, you know, uh, villas that they can use for maintenance and things like that. So they don't sell all of the points. They sell most of the points, right? So the issue becomes here is that um, Saratoga Springs basically doesn't have enough availability left to accommodate all of the points that are left for, for 2020. So between uh, March 20th uh, and and April 10th, Saratoga Springs has lost 904,570 know, points, basically. And there's still about, you know, 17, I mean, uh, 13.75 million in circulation, but only 13 million points worth of villas available for the year. So that's, that's the problem that you see here is that, you know, these points represent something. They're not just points. They're not just arbitrary. Uh, you know, they're, they represent the, the actual inventory. So, uh, with, with all of these points in circulation and only so many points left of availability, that's where you end up with with kind of a problem here. So, 
you know, and 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 I'll, I see a lot of people going, well, you know, Disney's been kind of breaking some of the rules uh, a little bit, but essentially not having people's points go into holding uh, if they're canceling within, you know, 30 days, which w- was helpful to me because I had to cancel my April trip within 30 days and they didn't, those points didn't go into holding. They, they went back to the original use year, uh, which I had borrowed a lot of points. So those were going back to, to next year. Which is good, you know, good for me, obviously. Although I borrowed them back again. I already, I just scheduled a new vacation. We, have, we haven't even talked about that, but I just booked a new <laughs> vacation actually for almost the same time that Trevor is going to be there. Uh, Trevor and I are going to be, I'm going to be waving at Trevor as I'm leaving and he's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're going to try to meet up though. We're going to try to make it happen. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try to make that happen. But uh, essentially, you know, ho- hopefully we'll, you know, be able to go at the end of September, early October, same time around Trevor's. Um, but, but um, essentially, I, I think what DVC is doing here is, you know, they're they're allowing these these small things. The one thing that they're not allowing is uh, people that have their points expiring or uh, having, you know, p- points that have been banked, uh, you know, essentially longer than the normal time frame. They're not allowing those to continue. And and I think people don't understand why that's that you know why that's happening. And and you know, it stinks. Don't get me wrong. If I had points expiring, I would be upset, upset too. I know Damon doesn't care, but Damon just wants a plaque. That's all Damon cares about is a plaque. <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, I think that they should just get, listen, you lose your points, you just get money back. Well, I part of me thinks that's what they're going to do at some point. So that's that's kind of what I'm thinking here is at some point there's going to be some sort of refund of dues to the people that were affected by this. That's what my guess is. I don't really well, know. Well, that's the problem. I mean, how, what do you actually refund? Just dues? I mean, so I don't care about dues. Dues doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to refund it like kind of per point basis. Well, yeah, you would do it based on you know. You, you could say they they can't give back all the dues, right? So there's there's a budget for the dues, right? You get the budget every year. You see what they're spent on. And the majority of of what it's spent on is cast member salaries and benefits and all that. And so, you know, and all the cast members, well, most of the cast members are getting furloughed uh, starting uh, in a few in a week or so here. So, you know, you think that expense would go down. However, Disney's still paying their benefits, so you know, we still need to pay them. But, you but know, even benefits. if you gave me, what, what are you giving me back? A year's worth saying. of Maybe my, give, yeah, whatever, however many points you had expire. But but what's the number? Like again, so I'm trying to ask the question of what are you giving me per point? That's, I think, the question that, you know, they yeah, need to Yeah, that's out. the thing is, if you're just giving me my dues, what do I care? My dues are nothing, right? Like, that doesn't even move the meter at the end of the day, because you're not going to give me a year's worth of dues back. And even if you did, I still don't care, because <laughs> that's not enough money to matter, right? Like, so unless you're going to tell me that, like, I'm losing 200 points, and you're going to give me $15 a point, what they would be worth, let's say, on some resale market that Disney has no interest in. On the rental market, yeah, maybe 15 a point, yeah. So, I mean, unless you're giving me that, which they're not going to, what does it matter? What do you give me? Are you going to give me two months of dues? $180? Bah, give me my plaque. I'll make my own plaque for 180 (laughs) bucks. Even four months, you know what I mean? Like, that's the dilemma. It's like the insurance companies for your cars. Are you guys getting money back? I mean, all the insurance companies are giving money back. 
Uh, not all getting, of them, but some of them. I'm not getting money back, but I, they did say they're going to lower our premium to something, you know, in some way. Yeah. But, but yet, I mean, to your point, you know, we pay for the buses running. We pay for the housekeepers. We pay all these things that are not happening right now. You know, the buses aren't running the, you know, so we, we don't, don't need to pay. That's an expense that they don't have. Uh, you know, there's, there's nobody cleaning the rooms right now. There's, you know, but there, there's still some things obviously that need to be paid for, but you know, the maintenance and, and, and the keeping the lights on type of thing. But, you know, you would think that there is some sort of reduction in the expenses that they're incurring right now right so i don't know i don't know what the answer is i don't but i I do think that dvc not breaking the borrowing rules is protecting the majority of members which i know is not any consolation to the ones that are losing points and are upset about it um but we we can't have all those points just kind of you know stay in the system when the you know what i just said before there's there's you know three point seven five million points in the system but only three thirteen million did i say did i say three or thirteen so there's thirteen point seven five in the system (laughs) but there's only thirteen million available in in inventory so that's where the problem becomes if you if you bring those back we we already don't have enough uh, available inventory for the points that are in the system for you know uh, in general and that's exactly the point is that you know there's people right now that are upset because they're losing their points but if we extended those points forward, like you said, there's only so many actual points available in the year for renting out. So somebody would lose out. So even though the people right now wouldn't lose out, somebody extend contracts, but that's that's an option too. Yeah. The end of the contract. You mean like add like a year on the end of the contract? Yeah. Yep. I don't know if they can technically do that, if that's legal to do that, but I I guess, well, well, no, because remember they allow people to extend their contracts, right? Yeah, it, you would have to go through a, a process, but they may offer that as an option for people that want to take it. Well, this article also lists a number of different options that Disney has and uh, and a number of different things that, uh, you know, need to be considered. You know, first of all, not all points get used every year, right? So it, it's not even even in that example that we use, you know, if, if there's 60, this article says if there's 67 million points, uh, you know, in the system, then, you know, not all of those are being used, right? So, like, it would be, you know, maybe closer to 64 million because maybe like 3% don't use their points every year, you know, just expire anyway. Yeah, but, but we don't really know what that actual number is. That right? still doesn't account for the amount that have been no, lost here over not. the last couple of months. <laughs> well, no, because those happen every year anyway, right? And this is extra on top of that, right? So, um, they also mentioned the lockoff premium, which we've we've briefed we've briefly talked about on the show before, and I, that's a complex topic. I really don't want to get into. <laughs> but um, there's also, you know, they talked about delaying refurbishments because you know when they when they have refurbishments going on, they take some rooms out of the inventory. So there's something they can do there. Um, something else they they mentioned on here is declaring more inventory at Riviera or Alani. Um, so basically just, you know, opening more of those rooms up that they're currently using for cash, uh, you know, selling, uh, putting out there for cash for, uh, people to book for cash, um, making those available to DVC members. Uh, you know, if you look at Riviera right now, only 98 of the 341 vacation homes are actually available to owners. And that's just, you know, based on how much, how many of the points that they declared. So they could apparently, uh, just, you know, declare those, uh, I, I don't know how that works, but, I guess there's a way that they'd be able to do that. Um, you know, probably some sort of back end transaction they can do. Right. I don't know, but that's another thing they can do. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't think there's a good 
I've seen a lot of people kind of trashing DVC for this, but I, I feel like DVC is in a no-win position. They either screw over the majority of members or they screw over a small set of members. It's it's there's no in between there, right? It's it's somebody's going to get screwed on this, and I, hopefully they will do something to make those people whole, whether it's giving dues back, whether it's giving them a free dining plan or gift cards, or I, I don't know what they can do. What will make people happy, but. They got to do something, obviously, and I yeah, think I mean, they will. I, I believe they will. Yeah, when this is all done, I mean, I, I guess the thing is, is people are they're expecting Disney to react right now, like they're they're used to. It's that behavior when you're on vacation, uh, you know, like you said on your honeymoon, you know, something bad happened, and immediately Disney did something to to you know try and make it better. And I think that's the problem is a lot of people are thinking that in the middle of this this whole thing that Disney should be you know, trying to, to make it better. And you're not going to see anything until it's done. Like, you know, they got to reboot the robots and everything first. Yep. And then, then you'll see whatever Disney comes out with. Like, and I guess that's they the don't know thing, the extent right? of the problem yeah. yet. Right. So we don't know how bad the problem is until they actually reopen. And then they can say, okay, well, this is how many people were impacted. So here's what our options are. Right. Yeah. But they don't know the answer to that question yet. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, and if they offered something now and then, you know, the situation changes in a month, then they have to start backpedaling. Like I said, you know, it's it's a lot harder for them to say in the middle of a crisis, well, we're going to do this because then people hold them to that. And I get why, you know, in this whole thing, they're basically saying, you know, it's, you know, we're treating, we, we've cut slack on the uh, putting things in holding. But as far as points expiring and all that, they're just saying business as usual because, you know, like you said, they can't they can't go and offer anything until they know the full extent. And so I guess people asking for them to offer something right now, you're not going to get an answer. You're, you're going to get silence until we come out the other end of this thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's hard because we we want everybody wants some sense of normalcy. Right. And we all want. We it's hard to be patient with something that's like this, uh, but we need to be patient. I, I think that's what it comes down to. Everybody just mm-hmm. everybody that's impacted by it needs to be patient. I, I believe they will take care of uh, you know they they and they've said this. They've you know sent five different emails over the past couple of weeks, and they've said they're looking into their options. But again, we can't. They can't decide what option is going to work the best until they really know what the impact is. And we don't know what the impact is yet. We we know some of the impact, but we don't know what the total impact is. So exactly. I, I think that's what the issue is here. So we should probably do our ad here since we're, we're, you know, a little more than halfway past the show. Okay. This week, our sponsor is the DVC rental store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? DVC rental store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less DVC members. It's great news for you too. want to rent your points for some quick cash. DVC rental store wants to work with you and they are currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price, while also paying members the highest price for their points. Want to learn more? Go to DVCRentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT, that's 382-7368, and let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Again, that's DVCRentalStore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. Excellent. Yeah, I you know definitely check them out once uh, once Disney once reopens. <laughs> What's that? Once this is done. 
<laughs> yeah, once this is done, I mean, you could check them out now and maybe book something for later in the year, and and you know, and hopefully everything will be okay then, and we can uh, you can get your rental, and and I'm sure there's going to be some DVC members that are looking to rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm guessing they're going to get a lot a lot more people uh, that are looking to rent out their points. So which is good for the renters out there. So. And good for for re, uh, you know for the for the uh, owners too because they they have a place to rent out their points so, so that's yeah. good too yeah exactly all right so this is a topic we wanted to cover uh, and I know Damon wanted to talk about this but I I think this is kind of falls under a lot of things and, and there's some interesting conversations to be had here and and really kind of it's under the heading of what will it take for Walt Disney World to reopen. And Bob Iger, even though he's not the CEO anymore, he's but he's I mean he's he's still on the board and and I believe the chairman, right? So he's he's still in charge of a lot, right? Yeah, and, he's there he, for at least the next year. Yeah, he's still there for the next couple of years, right? And so uh, they he did an interview and they they asked him about this and and one of the things he said. Uh, is that you know there could be some more more scrutiny, more restrictions, uh, you know just just as they uh, now do bag checks for everybody coming to the parks, there could be at some point that they uh, add a component where they take people's temperatures, for instance. Now this is something that's actually being done right now in other countries where they're they're using infrared cameras and they're uh, you know being able to see people that have high temperatures uh, before they walk into to a, you know, uh, in the case of, I think in China, they're doing it in subway and train stations uh, and, you know, some buildings and things like that. So I could see them doing something like that. I, I It's funny because when I saw this article out there, and I don't know if you saw this too, Trevor, I saw a lot of people going like, oh, now it's going to take like half the day to get into the park. I think some people think that they're like going to walk up to everybody with like a, a thermometer and stick it under their tongue. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Like, yeah, it's, it's not like going to to the doctor and having them take your temperature. It, it's like you said, it's it's an infrared camera and they can see somebody with an elevated body temperature via infrared. Yeah, exactly. And then they could, you know, pull that person out of the crowd and, and if, you know, maybe test them or, or whatever they're going to yeah. do. Uh, but I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I, you know, I know me, if I'm in there in July, though, I'm going to probably be showing as having a temperature. I don't, I don't dissipate heat, heat well. I'm always warm. So, <laughs> so they'd probably think that well, I had a temperature and pull me aside, but, um, there, there is a range that is considered a normal temperature. Like it's not true, like, yeah, like it's not like, you know, if you're 98.5, you have a temperature and 98.6, you have a fever. That's, that's yeah. not what we're talking about. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I, I don't think this would actually really hamper people coming in all that much either, because if you're talking about pulling people aside, it's not going to, that's not really going to impact, all, you know, the just somebody walking through. It's going to impact the person that gets pulled aside. That's for mm-hmm. sure. You know, it's going to add, add a little bit of time to their entrance, uh, you know, to, to get tested or whatever they're going to do. But, or they may just get denied, which again, you know, it'll be another source of annoyance for people because they'll, well, They'll say, you know, I'm fine when they're not. <laughs> but is it going to be a denial and a refund? And does that mean everyone that stood next to them in line now is not able to go in as well? Like, I don't know if this is the solution. I think there's got to be a lot more things kind of put around just this. Because, again, what sort of lines are we talking? So if I'm standing in line next to this person, then they get pulled out for a high fever. What does that mean for me? Yeah, I don't. So. That's a good question. I mean, I, I'm sure they're working on a lot of those questions because it's not as simple as that, right? It's not as simple as just taking. You have a second. fever, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think he threw that out there just as an example of something they could do. I don't think that's that's the comprehensive plan. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, because that's not like that's not going to solve all the problems, right? Exactly. So, no, Damon, you wanted to talk about the idea of wearing having to wear a mask in the park. So, I don't know what other parts of the country are doing, but I know that you know some of the places I used to live and currently live are now requiring masks to go into the grocery store and other locations. And I'm just was thinking to myself, what would that mean at Disney? You know, I would be okay if that was a requirement that, you know, to go into the park. And I'm not talking, you know, N95 masks, but maybe just cloth masks. You know, what would that mean to you to walk into Disney and everyone has a mask on? And I'm sure they would come up with some pretty darn cool masks for cast members. But, you know, kind of what does that mean? Is that an acceptable situation for people? I mean, for me it is, but I just don't know how other people would feel about that. If I mean, they've even you two guys, yeah. if they've required it as if they said you can't walk into the park without it, I would do it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I would do it if, if I had a vacation schedule and they would do it. I don't know how that would work for my toddler. Cause I guarantee you, she's not keeping it on for more than five seconds at a time. Uh, but you your know, toddler's just, also probably not at the cough into your mouth level. Except with other toddlers, I guess. I mean, she coughs in my face all the time. <laughs> she sneezes in my face all the time. But no, you're right. Uh, but I, I don't know. That that might be tough for some of the kids. I, I could see that being a bigger issue with, with kids than adults. Uh, well, again, so I think the, the whole overarching question is, what's it going to take to open the parks? I mean, for me personally, I think it's going to be masks. I mean, temperature is great, but I think it's going to be temperature and masks, maybe or some sort of proven treatment or vaccine. Like it wouldn't surprise me if we're not going to see Disney at all this summer. Like that is just not going to be open this summer at all. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising to me. I'm not saying that that's what's going to be, but again, we're throwing out our personal opinions. You, know, you don't, I don't think Disney at the end of the day wants to be a hotspot. They don't want to be on the map as a big hotspot. Yeah. That, you're right. That that's a hard balance, right? Is you know they they don't want to lose money on not having people in the park, but if somebody you know if they opened it up and another wave hit because of it, that's even worse. So what are the so Disney financials again? This is not something that I'm so well versed in, but what is the percentage of television to parks? I thought so, parks did a lot more money than television. Yeah. Well, so so last I saw that parks and and experiences and and, and that whole section mm-hmm. is about thirty three percent of their income, and that Disney World just by itself being closed is about forty million dollars a day that they're losing. So it's thirty three percent of their income. Yeah, or the revenue. Yeah. But that's probably pre Disney Plus numbers, or was it current Disney Plus numbers as that's, well? That's that's that was last year, so it's probably before Disney Plus. I don't know how much Disney. I mean, Disney Plus was projected to lose money for a couple of years. So, and you know, here's the problem: Disney right now is movies are not in theaters. They don't have any cruise ships out there, so they're losing money there. Uh, they, they can't release any movies, so there's that. Uh, there's no sports, so that's hurting ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no parks anywhere in the in the world that are open, so that's that's also hurting. So they have a large chunk of their revenue just not coming in anymore, and and that's that's tough. I I personally I think that they're planning to reopen June first if things continue like they are. But what are the park? What does the park look like at June first then, Tom? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think, I think we be... talked about this a little bit in the live show, right? So yep. we talked. I we were talking about virtual queues, like they maybe turn everything to a virtual queue. Uh, that are maybe... all the rides open though? No. Definitely no. not. Like theater stuff probably closed, I'm thinking. And how do you stand in line? 
You don't. It's all virtual queue. So all they, virtual queue. So either. So how do you sit next to somebody on a ride? I, I you, you see what I'm saying? Like again, when you yeah. when you start to get to, okay, well that's great. So you want to maintain your social distancing. Well, name a ride that you're not right next to somebody on. Well, I mean, you know, for like a roller coaster, you maybe sit only next to a family member. Maybe they do but, every other seat. Maybe they then, leave the seat like, behind. So, so then you can't you can't let as many people in. Obviously, right? You can't oh, do definitely. that on Space Mountain. Yeah, like it. Uh, on the, uh, either that or the, you know, it, the the ride times are going to go through the roof because they're not filling. So 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 let's take that all the way to the extreme then, right? So <clears throat> let's just say that that's what they're going to do, Tom. You know, great family members only, and then there's a row in between or a seat in between, no single rider, obviously, right? So we've eliminated all of that, and the people in front of you and behind you. I mean, what are you doing with those seats? You, even if we just give them a, a pass, right? We'll give them a pass that okay, you can sit behind or in front of somebody on a on rock. Let's go with rock and roller coaster. Let's just talk about that. Okay, so let's just say we do all of that. But how many people can you get on the ride then? So now what you're saying is from a larger standpoint is you have to lower capacity. You have to if you're going to do that. So now you lower capacity. We're assuming, though, that they're going to reopen and there's going to be a rush of people going. You know, there are people that have, you know, obviously lost their jobs and are not going to be able to. What you don't understand is you have people going to the grocery store that don't care about wearing masks. You have people at Lowe's and Home Depot buying gardening stuff, right? So let's just say that. And you have people in Florida that may just want to go because it's something to do. So let's just assume that, that they're going to be at those levels, or even if they're not, right? So that they're not at the levels. You you can't hire back the same amount of cast because your levels are either going to be diminished because, like you said, people aren't going to go back, or B, that they're going to have to keep their levels lower to maintain whatever regulations or whatever they want to maintain in terms of how to run the park, right, to keep people safe. How do you know what that number is? And if you're hiring less cast people and then you bring less people into the park, are they still making money? You see what I'm saying? Like, it is a very complex question. And I think when people think about it, again, they kind of think about themselves. And I'm not saying that's selfish because human beings, right? We're going to think about what impact that is for us and our vacations. But it's a large question with a lot of moving parts and a lot of things to think about. It really is. And that's why I just don't know if we're going to see it open so quickly because there's just so many things that they would have to do. Again, how do you get on rides? <laughs> right? That's the big question. How are you even getting on rides? I, I mean, I don't have all the answers for this. <laughs> you know? I mean, but that's it, the biggest one I thought about today is like, how do you do rides? Name any ride yeah, yeah. and how are you doing it? Well, obviously, there'd have to be a lot of. They, it would definitely be a lot slower. Uh, I, I think they would assume that a lot of people, not a lot of people, would come. I, I know I've seen Wall Street analysts who are thinking that Disney will be uh, at at fifty percent, basically fifty percent of the previous crowds before this sure. happened for at least the next two years. Okay, so, so yeah, and and they did discontinue the college program, so all of those people that work for the college program, which is a large you know set of their cast members, are are not there. I mean, I don't think the college program is starting back up. Uh, uh, until you know until the fall at least so so, so let's call it 50 percent, right so yeah. let's just say that's the number again so now think about in your head what half of the people at disney look like how are you still going on rides i i have no idea i mean that's the, my only thought is that they they really do the virtual cues they distance everybody they you know run it, every ride I mean, at half capacity you know that's that's all, uh, all on, on a on a ride by ride basis like some rides just don't work for social distancing and even you know name a ride that does haunted mansion 
Does it? It does because I, each so it, it, how every, many cars every in car between? is far enough apart, and you know if you were talking in extreme, you have that section in between when people get off and when people get on. You have time to you know at least give bars and everything a wipe down. To go every other every other car, you'd have to do every other car because you can't be walking on the the treadmill next to somebody, right? So let's say you go every other car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what my thought is is you're 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 you know name another ride. separating people. I mean it's not yeah. good. <laughs> I mean it's not going to be great. I mean name another ride though. Splash give, give me give me give me five rides. Five rides. Yeah, five rides. Splash um, Mountain. Yeah. Splash Mountain. One log per group and that's it. One log per group and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it that way. Sure. Okay. Yeah. What else? Uh, how about Toy Story? Toy Story Midway Mania. Hmm. Hmm. So only two pers- people on each side. The the cars themselves already distance themselves from each other. Okay. So I, I think you could do that one. Yeah. Uh, and Buzz Lightyear, similar idea to uh, similar idea. Any yeah. Omni Mover ride, we yeah. could say, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you can you can easily say any theater ride is out, right? So any, any Star Tours would be out, right? Mm-hmm. You you would say you know Carousel of Progress is out. Any of the shows are out. Although I, I got to call Rock and Roller Coaster out too. So, so here's the problem with roller coasters in general is that, or, or well, I guess this is the thing with, with any ride is that you're constantly moving. And, you know, if, you, if you're the whole point of social distancing is, you know, you're trying to stop people from, you know, if they have a, a cough or anything from getting too close I'm to each other, looping but, right into that cough. But yeah, you're, you're constantly <laughs> moving people along a, a line. So, you know, the person that like, you know, somebody at the beginning of big thunder mountain coughed, Everybody behind them is catching it, right? But we're yeah. not doctors here, but let's just make that assumption. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I just don't know if they can open up enough of the park to make it worthwhile. Look, I, again, we go through flu season, right? And people go to Disney, so I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be a government thing. It's not necessarily going to be a Disney thing. It's not going to be their choice, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, so. I, I don't. I don't, I don't think you're completely wrong there. I, I do think that it it might not be their choice. Although I I did see the governor of Florida was already talking about reopening schools uh, in in May. So I I don't know. Maybe it won't be a government and, thing in Florida. Florida's uh, an interesting place. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know maybe well, here, maybe the here's actually the opening of Disney is not. You're not going to see Magic Kingdom or anything open. Maybe it'll just be the resorts to start with. Well, and here's the other question: Will they, will they say nobody from outside the U.S.? Well, we can't travel to the U.S. right now. Yeah, I was going to say you can't travel to the U.S. anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying: is that will they open it and say no international visitors to start? Well, I think on the I think on the last episode somebody mentioned uh, what if they just say only resort guests or only pass holders or I mean if you did only resort guests, you're talking about 25 percent of their normal attendance. I mean, a lot of people think that everyone that goes to Disney is staying at the resorts. It's really not, not. It's a much not. smaller percentage of that. It's like it's like twenty to twenty five to thirty or forty percent, something like that. But so you're talking about if you just said you can only stay to, go into the park if you're staying at a resort, that immediately just knocks the attendance way. I mean, way down. So I just but don't, I don't know, know what that flipping point is of where it makes money to open it and where it doesn't make money to open it. What is that percentage? And I think that's without yeah. having that number, it's tough. You know, do they have to be at 50% capacity to make money? I mean, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm wondering what that number is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I, I can say from, like I said, for me personally, I, our, our November trip, I, I don't even know if we're going to go. It's just, it's just one of those things for me that, 
I just, I just have no interest in being somewhere like that with that many people. I think that there is a ton of time between now and then. And like, we still have our October trip, but I'm, but what I'm not even going to entertain happen? this conversation until <laughs> at least August. But what do you think is going to happen? Right. For me personally, there's really only two scenarios that, that get me there. You know, one is that there's a vaccine, right? Which is not going to happen before then. We know that that's pretty, pretty much the case. And then a tried and true treatment. I mean, that's the only thing that might put me at Disney. I don't know. Are we going to be there by then? I don't know. We might be. Hopefully. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, I mean, the the hope would be that, uh, you know, and again, we're not doctors about this, but the, you know, the, the hope would be that, you know, it, I don't want to say runs its course, but it, we, we start to see less and less people being infected and, and to the I point where it's, you know, I don't know. If we'll, we'll, I don't know if we'll reach, you know, what, you know, that quote herd immunity by then either. I, I'm again, for me, again, I can only speak for me personally, for me personally, if there was, Hey, this is the medicine you take. If you get it, and then you have a far better chance of, you know, being fine. That will change my opinion. You know, when there's studies that come out that say that, hey, this works. Like, just like Tamiflu. Once Tamiflu came out, you know, even though there's not a, you know, yeah, when Tamiflu came out, it made things a lot easier. There is also, you know, a shot, flu shot, which also helps. But I don't know. Like I said, for me, it's a little bit different. I'm not willing to, to go at some place like that until there's a little bit more out there. So I don't necessarily see that happening by November. That's me personally, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it's really hard to predict. I, it's it's everything, you know, I feel like every week is, is and, new and information everyone, and new, you know. And, we, and everyone has their own thresholds, too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You know, of yeah. what they are considered. Listen, I guarantee you right now, if Disney was open, I don't think it, there would be people there. Even right now today. Right. Yeah. So it's what everyone's threshold is. You know, again, I guess the third thing I would say for me that will, you know, might be a little bit of a game changer. <laughs> it was funny. I was thinking about this today. I was talking to somebody else about this. You know, if there was an antibody test, but I believe that's, you know, the ones that they're working on are, are pinprick, you know, blood tests yeah. to do those. Yeah. Could you imagine if that's what Disney required? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little rough. Everyone has to submit their blood work two weeks before they go. No, no, no. That just that you're going to get tested right on site. And because, right, they say that it only takes not that long to do that. I'm not going to lie. If that were available to me, I'd do it right now. I'd do it this very second if I if I could know. Well, you know, know, it's funny because we were having this discussion. I was pretty sick in January and my son was sick as well. But I, I, I was pretty sick in January. You don't know. I mean, again, I mean, being asymptomatic regardless, like, I mean, I could have had it then in January. My, my wife was the same way in very late January, early February. She was, was horrifically yeah. sick. I mean, yeah. she, she, she had a dry cough. She had high Dude, fever. She, it, she had all the symptoms of this and, and, at the, and she got several chest x-rays for, yep. for, for uh, pneumonia. I mean, mm-hmm. so I, you know, and they say it was floating around then. So I, I do almost wonder if she, I mean, I would love for well, her to be able to take that antibody test and find out if she was exposed that's to what, it already. Yeah. That's know? what knocked my shoulder out was this, this coughing fit. Like I've never had in my life right there's a dry cough that was like brutal it knocked a disc out of the way it was so bad yeah man that doesn't seem like normal just being sick kind of know what i'm saying like well and and i mean that's the whole point is that that this is where this whole thing has been a struggle is that it it does look like a flu right you you 
there's a lot of people that have it that just don't know. And that's where the, that's where the whole problem is. And, and yeah, again, we're not doctors. It's, it's hard to say how long it'll take before it, it gets to a point where I, I guess we're treating it like the flu where it, like, it's yeah. not as, I think that antibody test will help though. Cause again, if you had a special bracelet, I, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I'm not like, I'm not the sort of person that really cares about government intervention. I just really don't like, you want to put an app on my phone? <laughs> Fine. What am I doing? I don't that tells you you're clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't really care. Like yeah. that's just me though. And listen, and I don't begrudge people that don't feel that way. That's just my personal opinion. So if there was a way to, let's say, you know, get that antibody test, get a special bracelet, right. With a QR code on it that says you're good. Okay. That would, that would definitely change things for me too. Again, I'm just trying to think about what would change my opinion on going to the park, you know, antibody tests for people, QR codes, those things, you know, and again, maybe they'll get there. I don't know. Maybe masks for everybody. Maybe Disney hands out Duffy masks. I'm okay with that. Masks. Well, that was what Dan was asking before. What kind of what kind of things Disney's going to sell that are that are related to that? You know, and I would they sell masks? Honestly, I I think they might. If if they were saying that, hey, masks are something we you know really suggest you wear. Would they sell Disney masks? Yes, because how else am I getting a mask otherwise? You know what I mean? Maybe I can't get another mask, so I'll take. Who would be? What mask would you want? Oh man! One with Mickey Mouse on it? No, definitely <laughs> no. not. Wait, what, what's the dude in Toy Story? The the stupid "I'm your father" robot, the uh, Zerg. Zerg. Yes, I would take a Zerg mask. That would be pretty that'd cool. actually be pretty cool mm-hmm. if you just did like his mouth and like yeah. nothing else. Mm-hmm. What other mask? Darth Donald Vader. Duck master definitely would be. Yep, Darth Vader, Donald Kermit. Duck. Kermit would be good. Yeah, oh, Kermit would be cool. Mm-hmm. Kermit would be really cool. I would do a Fozzie. I'd, I'd throw a Fozzie on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any of the Gonzo. Muppets, really? Any, yeah, any of the Muppets. Muppets? You're absolutely right. Any of the Muppets that would definitely be cool. Yeah, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, yeah. Darkwing's an obvious one. No, yeah, that would, that would be, that would be Gizmo good. Duck. Then obviously as well. Any of the Toy Story characters. Yeah, that would be kind of. I, again, that would not necessarily surprise me. And, and interestingly enough, I wonder if something like that exists in some of the Far East countries already, and we just don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think we'll get a better idea of when the parks are going to open based on when they start opening the parks in other countries, right? I mean, that's going to be part of it, too. It'd be interesting to see how that starts happening. Yeah, so. I would agree yeah, cause, with that. Because what was it? Shanghai, they're just... They're they're in that phase where they're they're doing very limited opening, like... Yeah, uh, the park's still not open, but I yeah. think the, some of the hotels and restaurants in the, in the area are open. Yeah, exactly. So... But they also have the QR code thing going on too, I think, where they, you know, people that are cleared and things like that. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I listen, we don't have any answers here, really. I, I no one does. Anybody that tells you they have an answer is is lying or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, this is just all us this is just us speculating, talking about oh, our opinions, I think, yeah. which is kind of yeah. what people were asking. Yeah. Right. It's always it always makes you feel better when you can kind of think to yourself, oh, that's what I think as well, right? It kind of gives that sense of camaraderie and, and, you know, makes you feel a little bit better about your thoughts. So, like, I'm that guy that's not going, great. So, everyone that wants to relate with me and go, you know, I kind of feel the same way, wonderful. You know, Trevor, who's from outside of the country, you know, people can relate, you know, with him. And then Tom, people can just relate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's and that's exactly right. I I hope to go on that trip. I do. I, I hope it's going to happen. I, I I I'm I said this before on the show. It 
I'm bummed about this trip getting canceled. I, you know, I think everybody's bummed if they. Would you go now though, Tom? Would I go right now? Yep. No, I would not go right. So now. what's so it going to take for you? Open, yeah, you know, on the 18th or yeah, 18th was when I was supposed to go a week from today. Mm-hmm. I, I would not go. No. So what's it going to take for you personally to go to the park? I I, I don't know if I completely know the answer to that yet. <laughs> you know, it's understandable. I I think when. When, when it's, we're getting to a point where it feels like everything, you know, where it's, I don't want to say getting back to normal because I don't think things are going to get back to normal for a while. But I think when we're starting to get some more normalcy, uh, you know, maybe when I'm, I'm working in my office again, when, uh, you know, kids are back in school, uh, maybe when this thing is more under control than it is now, essentially. That's, that's where I'm at. So. We'll have to see. I, I don't really know. I, I don't know the answer to that, I feel like, until I get there, right? And, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the thing is, you know, for for me and you, Tom, we're talking really far out. And, and I'm thinking back We're still back six now. months away. We're, yeah. we're pretty much six months away at this point, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking back to how things went leading up to the hurricane. Like, it, it's kind of a similar situation is that, you know, I everything was a go, and we were – and I mean, the, the, the hurricane was a little different because like we were, we were really looking at it and it was about a week before that I finally pulled the plug on it because we, at that point we knew it was like, no, this is too dangerous. It's the same kind of thing is that we have to really just assess it as we're going. And, and, you know, my wife and I, we keep having the conversation and, and like right now, yeah, the answer is like, no, I would, I don't want to go. I don't want to be there, but I keep having to remind her, yeah, that's six months out. We need to see what things look like, what the landscape is, you know, end of August into September. And then we make the decision. And well, cause, Oh, sorry, Trevor. I apologize. Sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say, and, th- and then at that point, you know, if I have to pull the plug, it wouldn't be the first time that I've canceled a Disney trip. And, and, yeah. and I think that's the thing to remember is, you know, I, I get, there's a lot of people that, you know, they say it's a once in a lifetime thing, but you know, Disney people being upset about canceling these trips. I don't buy that because or sorry, DVC people. I don't buy that because you're in DVC. Like it's, yeah, it's one trip and because it, it's one it, year at DVC in theory, right? If we were just in theory, you have to go once every three years, right? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Or right, there's no way around or do something with your points. Right. Well, okay. So forget about renting your points, but let's just say in, in theory, you have to go once every three years. At least, yeah. or or yeah. Well, again, I was saying at the yeah, at the outside, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, if you would have asked me even a month ago, let's let's say let's say a month and a half ago, and, and said, would you believe that Disney parks are going to be closed for a couple months because of this? I I think most of us would have been like, no, no way. that's <laughs> that's nuts. You know, that's why I'm saying like six months from now, like I can't. I, there's no way I can judge what's going to happen because a month and a half ago. I would have you, thought what's going on now was nuts. You know? Do you think there'll so, be school next year? What's that? You think school will start in August? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, I think so. I mean, things, I, things are getting, it seems like they are getting better and things are getting more under control. So, I mean, if things continue but this why way, do you think that? I mean, here in North Carolina, we're still, I mean, uh, technically school is still scheduled to start in May, right? I mean, we still have. It's not going to, but. No, sure. it's not going to. I'm just saying st- they haven't canceled school for the rest of the year yet. But why? Why do you think that there'll be school in August? I, I just, I just think there will. I mean, I just think as they get this under control. I mean, there's a lot we don't know. 
So I, I okay. you know, they could develop Cheers. effective treatments for it. The, you know, there's all sorts of things that can happen. It's hard to know. So yeah, I, I don't have all the answers. I have no idea, David. I just, I, just, I just, like just feel I like I was curious I, about know, what your opinion was on that. I, I don't have a good opinion on it, honestly. I, <laughs> I just, it just feels like by that time we'll, you know, things will be a little more, a uh, little more stable. I don't know. Maybe we'll have better, you know, better process for the, you know, a lot of what you're seeing now is, is, is the tracing piece of things, right? We're not doing that very well in the United States. I don't know about, about Canada, but you know, when somebody does get sick and we identify that they're sick is finding out all those people that that person has interacted with and, and quarantining them and and making sure that they don't affect other people. So that's something we're not doing very well here now, but I mean, we're getting, these things are starting to get better and the, you know, the infection rates are starting to level out a little bit. So that's the thought is that, you know, hopefully those will start to go down and, and, you know, it won't spread as much, but you know, there's always the risk that it could, you know, reoccur as well. So, but again, we're not doctors on here. We're not the CDC talking to you or whatever the Canada's equivalent to the C- I mean, I guess, do you guys have like a CDC type of thing? We, <laughs> we do reference the CDC, but we have, yeah, a government, there's a, a government, a government body, body of yeah. some sort. Yeah. I figured. I yeah. assume, but. We just go to the government of Canada website and it's all there. I don't even know if it's, they call it the CDC officially or not. I haven't looked into so, it too much. <laughs> yeah, I, so listen, I, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know, Damon. I mean, I, it seems like there's, there, you know, from I saw the CDC that say that vacations, you know, could p- potentially be possible in 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 the summertime if things continue as they're as they're going. So obviously with some restrictions there, but it, it seems that there's some confidence that we'll continue to to get this under control and and you know get more organized and test more people and you know really find out all the people that are, are sick with this. So I don't know, I don't have all the answers, but I I would just hope that we get it together by then and and can figure out what's going on here and and hopefully minimize it as much as we can. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And and I guess I'm taking it day by day at this point. And I think that's the bigger thing is, you know, um, for me personally, um, you know, I'm, I've always been a planner. Uh, You guys know that, you know, I, I always plan my trips like 11 months out, but um, this whole thing has made me realize, you know, sometimes you do have to just change your view on things. And, and even though I know, like I have all these plans in the back of my head, I'm really just looking at the current week. Like I, I, that's kind of where I've, I've put my, my scope at the moment, I guess, because I, I guess kind of to your point, Damon. Yeah. You know, by November, it is very possible that this could still be ongoing and, you know, everybody's canceling everything and, and it could, I mean, we don't know how long this could go on for, but I guess for my own sanity, I feel that it's not worth spending all of my energy on it because, um, like you said, Tom, a month ago, we didn't, we didn't think we were going to be in this situation. You know, three weeks ago, I didn't think I was going to be scrambling to find toilet paper. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah <laughs> me too yeah so <laughs> i mean i didn't even cancel my april trip honestly until uh two weeks ago i i i mean maybe that was just me holding on to some sort of crazy hope that things were going to change mm-hmm. but I, I i don't know i was it maybe just hurt too much to change it but i i probably wouldn't make that decision for the october or the september october trip until early september at the at the earliest i would think i i'm 
I, I'm I want something to look forward to, and this is something I have look, to look forward to. And if it doesn't end up happening, it doesn't end up happening. But at least now I have to look forward to. And, you know? and look at it this way. So again, another experience for me was um, many years ago we had a trip planned to California, and it was right. I think it was in 2012 when there was there was um, there was a, a downturn, and my wife and I both thought that we were at risk of or potentially one of us losing our jobs. And so about three months before our trip, we panicked and we canceled our reservations. But then, you know, a month went by and we went, Oh no, actually this, you know, we're okay. This is doable. And then we tried to rebook everything and we could not get anything that we wanted. We like, we, we ended up having to stay at a hotel down the street that we didn't like and it was very difficult to reschedule everything. And so the thing we learned from that, and I, and I do even have to remind my wife of this occasionally, is that, um, yeah, you know, you, you can go and cancel your trip now, but just be prepared that, you know, in a couple of months, if things change and you could have done it, canceling it back then means that you, you've lost that opportunity. But it doesn't hurt you to just hold on to it until you have a much clearer picture of how things are going to go. So I I guess that's the way I look at it is, you know, like you said, until September, I'm not making a decision on my trip because a lot of things can change between now and September. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the how I really don't. I I know we're looking for the how here. I don't have a good, (laughs) I don't I don't know the how. I just know what I, I want to happen and hope will happen. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So don't all panic. Right. <laughs> have we ta- have we talked enough about this? <laughs> David, do you have anything else you want to mention about it? Or no, I think we're good. Yeah. All right, Damon. What if uh, what if you could like go in like a bubble? You know, like it'd be like the bubble hamster ball. Yeah, yeah hamster ball. ball. Yeah. Or like one of those hazmat no, I don't, suits. See, I don't need to go that bad. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I mean, I like Disney, but I don't need to go that bad. I, I would the, not, the thing I'm more. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Trevor. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I would not take a hamster ball on rock and roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine throwing up in a hamster ball. <laughs> 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 that wouldn't be. Good. Now I have that image in my head. Hey, I'm more upset that I couldn't. My we're trying to take my son to look at colleges over spring break. I'm more annoyed about that than I am about Disney. And again, I'm in a different point in my Disney DVC life than you guys are. So it's a little different for me. I mean, I've gone a, a bunch more years than you guys have. My kids are a little bit older. I mean, I still have a daughter that's just turned 10, but I mean, you know, my kids have been there. She's been there 10 years in a row, <laughs> you know, some years twice. So us not going for one year, it is what it is. I'm trying to squeeze as many trips in before I actually have to pay for my kids. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what this has done though? This has put a lot of, um, what one thing I will say is that I don't believe that my trip for next summer to Disneyland is in jeopardy. And what this kind of has done for me is it's kind of refocused a little bit of thinking about that trip. And I'm going to be honest with you. A little bit of it is about maybe. Hey, you know, if I don't go to Disney this year, or it's not necessarily that big of a deal for this year, I'm going to make next year's trip even better. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of, what I'm kind of thinking is, is that 
you know, for us as a family, let's say tickets are probably close to $3,000 these days to go for, you know, a week or whatever the case may be. Would I rather spend that money at Disneyland in this cross-country trip? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe, right? That sounds like it's going to be a different experience. I can always take my kids out of college and still, you know, go to Disneyland with them. So yeah, that's true. That's been, again, something I've just kind of been thinking about myself on a personal level. And I think everyone has those same sort of personal decisions that they kind of need to make and where they want to put their effort, their energy, and, you know, and, and maybe their money. I'm guessing you're going to wait a long time to go on a Disney cruise again, Damon. You know, if there's one place where I think they do a phenomenal job at keeping things clean, it is definitely a Disney cruise. That's for sure. So, yeah, I, Disney's I not one of those ones you always hear about the uh, the outbreaks of uh, what do you call it? Um, no, and again, what my plan is not that anyone necessarily cares per se. So, but my son is. A sophomore now he'll be a junior so what the plan would be is to take this trip his junior year where we you know get to spend a lot of time with him gosh we're gonna take that trip's gonna probably be two weeks right in the car driving maybe even a little bit longer we'll take 14 15 16 17 can we do 18 days now it would be 16 days right to hit all the weekends so two weekends plus the so as i was four seven yeah so figure whatever that is the two weekends on either side as well as the two weeks and spend that time with him and then senior year would be the cruise. So I, I think we'll be good by then. Obviously, oh, guys, if we're not good by then, the world has a, <laughs> a lot of other problems. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's kind of my plan. So the things that I'm, you know, missing out on is another year of Disney. Yes, I would love to go on what, what rides are even new, right? So we're talking about if we went in October, we're talking about the, the train, Disney, Mickey and Mickey and Minnie's yeah. dumb train yeah, ride, right? Which I don't care about. Ratatouille might be open by then, depending on how badly it gets delayed. Well, I'm pretending like it's not going to be. So let's just call that <laughs> a no. It's probably a good guess, yeah. But so what am I really missing? I'm missing the, you know, Mickey Minnie's train thing, which... Well, Rise of the Resistance, though, too. And Rise of the Resistance. But it'll uh, be there, though. But it, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not going, going anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So if I don't hit it that year, I can always make a shorter trip another time. There's always going to be new stuff. Because again, I have gone longer. So for me, if I missed everything besides the new stuff, why well, don't care? Really don't care. I feel like, like if, my my biggest disappointment disappointment in canceling my April trip is I'm not going to get that last ride on uh on a uh, spaceship Earth now. But you know, it is what it but is. How many times have you ridden it? A lot of times, Damon. Okay. But I still wanted one more. <laughs> but why? <laughs> Everyone wants. What one. does that do for you? Yeah, what yeah is I, I want the one more. But why? Because I want. You know, I. I but eventually the, there'll be no more. Right? There's going to be a time where it's going to be no so, more. So yeah, yeah, well, it is what it is. So I guess why? what this should teach you. Tom, is that you should ride every ride like it's your last ride. <laughs> That's every ride like your Well, you know but what? But if you have your choice, did... is that the ride you're riding? What's, what? What? So, again, if you're talking about ride every ride like it's your last, but, you know, when you go, in theory, you don't necessarily ride every ride, right? Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. So, would that be a ride that you would pick? Like, if you Space knew, would you pick? Yeah, would you pick it? Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. I love okay. that ride. Okay. okay Spaceship Earth is classic Disney. Us. I love classic Disney. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, Trevor, what were we going to say? I talked to over you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, sorry. I, I was just saying it's mandatory for us. Yeah, mandatory. Yeah. Totally uh, mandatory. There's been times I've gone and not ridden it. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I could go on that like five times. I would do it. I would do it like five times a day. No problem. Because there's like never a line for it either. It's nice and air conditioned. It's, you know, you can just kind of relax on it. It's, it's, it's just nice not Ellen, though. It breaks down on the way down. You get that nap. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's you know, you get stuck. Yeah. I mean, my kid naps on it every time we've gone on it, so it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> they even let us ride on it again because the kid was napping. And they're like, oh, yeah, just stay on. <laughs> so, there you go. All right. Well, I mean, listen, I, I think this was a pretty comprehensive conversation about this. And, and, you know, listen, don't listen to us. We don't know anything. So... Uh, but I think people just, wanted to, like, again, we keep on getting questions we did, yeah. everywhere about people wanting just our opinion. And again, that's all it is, is our opinion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't don't listen to us about medical stuff. But, you know, that's our opinion on stuff. So, so I mean, we don't have to talk deeply about this, especially since we're kind of running out of time here. So, and I, I know, Damon, you got to you gotta run here, too. So, yeah, I got um, filming to do. Yeah, you got you got to do some. Yeah, it's, you're going to do some cool stuff with the pins at some point, too, right? Yes, that's on my list of things. Nice. So, and we, we will start giving the pins out that, you know, we're not going to no, just stop doing stuff. We'll, we will start giving the Wait, pins out. We do. We do. Don't we already owe people pins? Probably. Yeah. There's five pins out there, Tom. You have to pick. It's like, listen, when people don't get their stuff, it's always Tom's fault. Just keep that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> He's got to pick uh, five winners from that. The one where we went over. How many people was it? Thousand. Did we, do? we went over, over a thousand. thousand. Yeah. yeah. And we said we we're going to give out five pins. I think we did say that did we yeah, say five okay. i didn't think we gave a number i think we just said we were going to give it a prize of some sort i don't remember i have no retention of the things we say on the show so. um, this isn't even the show this is written down i mean on i guess the, i can the, always go look okay we'll have to go look at the group later and figure yeah. that out so all right so I, I wanted to i just wanted to bring this up so for those that don't know uh those those that are annual pass holders i i'm a current annual pass holder and i i probably am going to renew assuming my trip is going to uh still take place but um Something they're doing is extending all of the passes for the number of the uh, number of days the parks are closed. Uh, but pass holders actually have the option now to uh, instead get a partial refund if you want to do that. So those of you out there that may not have known that, you can get a partial refund on your on your uh, annual pass. Uh, they did stop automatic payments for the the monthly payment plans, which are, are for uh, Florida residents only. So if you're outside of Florida, you, you know that doesn't really apply to you. But they did stop payments on those, uh, and they'll also retroactively refund payments that were made between uh, between March 14th and April 4th too, before those stopped. I wonder if um, Bush Gardens is doing that. I have a season pass there. I've seen other theme parks doing it, so you should check into that for sure. Because oh, I, I think uh, Universal did the same thing, and I believe uh, SeaWorld was also doing the same thing as well. So I don't know. You maybe check. Mm. Oh wait, listen. We, 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 we did say five pins, just so you're aware. We did say five. Okay, I, we can give out five pins. Uh, was it a random thing or was it? <laughs> it was going to be random. Yeah, it is random. I think that's the only fair way. Unfortunately, we yeah, do have it, our favorites though. Ooh, yeah, who's your favorite the, person on the group? What's that? Who's your favorite person in the group? Oh, don't, don't do that. That's, I mean, that's no, probably... I, I was waiting to see that. if I could get Tom Manchin. I was going to tell him. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> uh, let me think about it. Uh, yeah, anybody that wants to, like, you know, kiss our butts, and uh, then you get a pin, you know, that's, <laughs> talk about how great we are. Uh, yeah. We, you know, we, we did say if you, if you put a review out there for us... Uh, on, You'd uh, get double chances, so we have to double. We have to cross-reference that as well. Man, that sounds like a lot of work. I, I feel like you know that's that's a da- I feel like it's a Damon project. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> I could do that though. I mean, I'll make I'm busy with work, so you gotta you gotta figure that out. <laughs> I can multitask. All right, I'll make a spreadsheet. Everybody. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, if you figure it out, I'll send them out. I'll send them out. Okay. I, I will get it done quickly too. I'll get it done fast. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so, so that means you might that- get them by December for yeah, Christmas. It'll be still coming time for Christmas. No, they'll come faster. I promise. So. 
you know, so those those of you out there that have you know that that have annual passes, I think this is a good thing that Disney's doing, and I know a lot of the parks are doing it. I also know that Disney took a long time to make this decision, and, and man, I, I, people get you know people will criticize companies in general for doing this kind of stuff, you know sometimes things have to be figured out and planned out and built. You know, sometimes you got to build websites, you got to build processes. There's, there's time that, you know, this is all, you know, Trevor, you're running around crazy at your job mm-hmm. because all this last minute stuff, I'm, I'm doing the same at mine. And it's because we're trying to get all this stuff done as fast as we can for our various businesses, you know, that, that need this stuff done now, but it takes time to develop all this stuff. So I, I understand. I, but I, I also understand people are, you know, like I said, but people are losing their jobs and people can't afford this stuff anymore. And I, I understand it's, it's tough. Uh, but you know, they, they're doing the right thing here, I think. Yeah. So th- this is probably going to sound well, a lot selfish and also being that hindsight's 2020. If I, I kind of wish I had renewed my annual pass back in January because even though we weren't going until October, I could have still had the annual pass. And with them offering partial refunds, I mean, that could have... You could have gotten some I, money back? I could have potentially gone for cheaper than what it would have cost me for actual park tickets. Well, that's I was looking at renewing, you know, for this next trip and then, you know, thinking, okay, is it going to be worth it? But then I looked at an eight-day ticket and it's almost the same as what it would cost for me to renew. So I'm like... All right, I'll just renew then. You know, I'll just renew it, assuming that we get to do the trip in October. So yeah, can I go back to pins? Because yeah, now, now, yeah, now, now, now you got me. Yeah, now you got me. Got me all wrapped up in the pins. pins. By the way, came out amazing. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are awesome. They are really amazing, see. and they're not nearly as big as we thought they were going to be. So you don't have to work on your muscles to you know actually have one. So it might still pull at your shirt though, depending on the bit, material. Maybe, a little bit, yeah. They're heavy, so, but they're so, not. That so big. this is what I'm going to say about pins. And again, this is still Tom has to send them out. So instead of giving, we're going to randomly give away five pins. But we are going to also then give some pins to people that I think are well deserving of them by their, you know, acts on the group, just, you know, keeping up with the group and, you know, how nice they've been to everyone else in the group and helpful and things like that. Because I feel like as I was going through that list and going, oh, gosh, there's people I really want to give pins to. So we'll do the random five. And then I think there's probably at least four or five people that we're, we're going to probably give pins to as well. So Tom's going to have to send out 10 pins. And then after that, there's like a, a pin hold, but we'll, we'll give out, we'll give out a few more based on just, you know, how people you know interact with us and, and things like that. I think that's kind of fair because there's people that I'm looking on this list. I'm like, how can we not give them a pin? <laughs> well, and you know, there might be some things in the future that you can do to get pins too. fun preview there. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how many, yeah. Cause Tom, how many pins you're sitting on 50, right? I, I've got, I do have 50. Yes. Okay. I, I, well, I know I've got more than that right now because I, well, you gotta give Trevor his. so I've got 75. At the okay. Moment. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So we we've got some pins. Uh, but you know, there's some, there's some things we're discussing for the future that, yes, that might, definitely. That, that might be a pin worthy. Uh, uh, I just, that might I just think that there's definitely some deserving people yeah, um, sure. that we could send them to. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you know, I had a couple more topics on here, but uh, we're kind of out of time. But we can really quickly mention, uh, Ooh, even though Disney gonna be shut quick? down, they bought more land. Oh, this is such. I want Disney to build more and more stuff, so that way they never have to close any rides that I love ever again. Right? Ever again. Yeah. <laughs> 
it does seem kind of it's weird to me i i we i think we said this last time they bought land it seems it seems like anytime any land comes for sale on their border they just buy it like they have a standing order just to buy anything and this one was a cheap one but this is a million dollars which is nothing to disney right so and it's only 26 acres what are you even doing with that like it sounds huge but yeah but in the in the the december one was 235 acres yeah and that one was only six million. Look at that! So, look at Tom, look at Tom's information here actually becoming useful and relevant. I've got I've I've always give useful. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it does seem like they continually add to their buffer of you know the outside worlds. But you know, and, and we don't know if they're going to build on any of this stuff. They might. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't think uh, people always read into this though. It's like, well, they're building a new theme park. It's no, probably not. It's probably for the hotels. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have hotel, to. Maybe for nothing. Maybe for nothing. I'm glad we don't have to talk about these theme set pieces for, for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Damon, since there's it not a lot to talk about ride. right now, but we filled the time of the show, so that's the good news. <laughs> that, I, I never like to talk about anything that takes Ellen's place. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. So even though Disney is shut down, there it seems like because they can't build anything, they're just filing every permit. They're just doing paperwork, right? That's it's what happens at a lot of jobs, right? If you're it, if you're not super busy, work. it's like. Get all that admin work done that you weren't you've been avoiding, right? Yep. <laughs> so that's what it seems like they're doing. They're just filing a ton of permits for stuff. So, which I mean, I guess that's a good sign that they're doing that because they obviously have every intent of when things pick back up that you're going to start seeing projects happening again. Well, well, that's the thing, right? So they're filing permits for uh, reflections. A lot of people would look at reflections and go, well, that's going to get canceled. You know, that, that's not going to happen. It seems like it's still going to happen. They're filing permits. They're still, you know, doing some behind the scenes work. So, and obviously, I mean, the Guardian's ride is way too far along for them to cancel that thing. So they're, they're, that's not getting canceled. That's for sure. Because, you know, we all want just a big, ugly eyesore of a building just sitting there not being used, right? Maybe they should just bring <laughs> Ellen back. <laughs> I have to say, Trevor, though, when I, last time I was in the park, that color that they paint that building, like, it does blend in with the surroundings. It's it's it, kind of crazy. It does, but it's just when when you're used to it not being there, like, from from when they they started building it and before that, it it was very jarring the first time I saw it. <laughs> no, that's fair. Cause, that's cause totally it's, fair. It's Especially from the monorail, building. you're like, whoa, look at that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I just said it's a huge building. Like it is it, it's huge. It's bigger than uh, Spaceship Earth. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> what, 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 David? No, nothing. I thought you were laughing. <laughs> no, I just I was coughing. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I should have been muted, but I wasn't. No, it's okay. I thought you were laughing at us. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and wrap. No, up. when I no. laugh, I at least, if I'm going to laugh at you guys, I at least mute. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> at least oh, have enough respect you're to laugh do that. at us. If you're yeah. going to laugh with us, you'll keep the mute off. Okay. Just, just so that you guys know that art in like that are listening to this, Damon's muted a lot of the time. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm laughing at you guys. Though. Usually means I'm ordering shampoo or something. Yeah, so ordering shampoo. Yeah. Did you get your shampoo ordered? Are we are we good? No, I, I did not because what happened was is I didn't realize that Amazon makes their own shampoo and condition. Well, I'm sure they don't make it, but they have an Amazon brand one. And I was like, hmm, I gotta delve into that a little bit. <laughs> Because it's like, instead of being, this is a great conversation, but instead of being like 12 ounces, it's like 22 and 24. And I'm like, well, wait a second. This might be like a bargain. So that's the other thing that's been interesting is like, I've definitely looked at things differently. Sure. And now I'm like, wow, when I come out of all this, I might be like, just like money saving just because I've done a little bit of research. 
you had the time to do the research. I might, right? I might be using Amazon shampoo and conditioner and body wash now and saving myself a ton of money. <laughs> I'll tell you what, in my guest bathrooms, the only stuff that they're using is uh, Disney products that we've, you know, stolen from the resorts, which you can't really do anymore. So, uh, <laughs> but well, you can buy it. Well, why would you? That's why that's our dues are so fun. high. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as fun. <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap up. But we need to talk about our YouTube channel. So we did set up a YouTube channel. It is fairly sparse at the moment, but fairly we, sparse. We do one intend video. on producing more content. Yeah, and I think that the next episode is the one where everyone's going to dress up. We're going to do the video and all that. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to try to do that. I think that was the idea. It didn't really work this weekend because of Easter and everything. So correct. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're not gonna do every show as a live show, but we are gonna try to do some more of them and maybe do some more waitlist stuff and some other stuff that's outside the podcast uh, because we like doing that interactive stuff with you guys and, and everybody seemed to really enjoy it too. So uh, we we will do more of that. So you know, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We we would appreciate that. But go ahead, uh, Trevor, and wrap us up. I didn't want to jump the gun there, but uh, I, I wanted to talk about that. If you can subscribe, please do. It's Welcome Home Podcast, of course. Well, and, you know, maybe if uh, people are subscribing to it, I might actually try and record my sad attempt at making churros this weekend and put it up there because I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That, do that. That might yeah. be entertaining. That would be cool. And yeah, yeah maybe and the thing you're doing with the pins, Damon, you, you'll definitely put that up there, too. Right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I, I guess the, the thing to look for for people that are subscribing to that channel is that, you know, obviously, since we're all kind of in separate places, um, you may see random things coming from each of us at different points. So keep that in mind. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing yet. (laughs) Probably a good thing. I think it's good to have a variety of weird stuff on there. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Let's do the wrap up. Uh, If you guys want to submit any questions to us or just want to talk to us, you can always reach us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. We love getting your questions, comments, uh, just seeing emails from you guys, it's uh, it's great to know that you guys want to to reach out to us and and you know we we have fun talking to you. And if you like to communicate to us via social media, you can find us on Facebook at Welcome Home Podcast, uh, Twitter Welcome Home Pod, and Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Those all feed back to the Facebook page. And again, you know we're we're pretty active on Facebook, and we like talking to you guys. You can also go to the website, which is welcomehomepodcast.com. You'll find uh, these episodes posted there, and you will also find a link to the store from there. So if you want to get some Welcome Home Podcast merchandise, that's uh, if you don't want to go through the, the main website, the store website is store.welcomehomepodcast.com. And yeah, also, like we mentioned, uh, we do have a YouTube channel now, so hopefully, hopefully we'll have some stuff on there that you guys want to watch. <laughs> but we'll see yeah. and uh we're gonna try we're gonna try yeah, to make it interesting. i mean yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how this goes just like everything else and and as usual if uh you guys have found us on spotify itunes or whatever service you're using we do like the reviews we like seeing the comments from you guys and the reviews also help more people find the podcast and hopefully build our community out a little bit more yeah, and, uh, you know, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find a podcast. You can find us. Just, of course, search for Welcome Home and look for the one that says Disney and not the other imposter Welcome Homes out there. Um, only the one that says DVC and Disney. That's the one you want to listen to. So, of course, just... We're going to have them on the show, though. You know that. 
I mean, it's, it's I, like my goal. Yeah, I mean, if you want to book them, I mean, we can, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative at Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Uh, as far as health information, probably go to the CDC. Uh, that's probably a good place to go, or whatever country you're listening in, whatever your uh, your government body is uh, that, that handles that type of stuff. So huge thank you uh, to DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this show. Uh, we really appreciate their their sponsorship and their partnership with the show. Uh, join us more. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.